If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Season 3 of Pokemon Cave. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We have come so long in so little time. Let's get right into it. We have two stories today. One, you know, we, we all know about the typical Pokemon games, right? Uh, you know, from everything from Pokemon Yellow, Red, and Blue, all the way up to Scarlet and Violet. That's coming out shortly. But do you know about the less known Pokemon Mobile games? Yeah, you heard that right. There's more than just one Pokemon Go, right? Or the Pokemon TCG. There's actually quite a few others. Uh, and some of these are very, very interesting. We start to list off with Pokemon Shuffle. Yeah, okay. So, released in 2015, Pokemon Shuffle came during the series' sixth generation. It operates on a basic three-match promise, or premise, sorry, that sees players advance stage to stage, battling other Pokemon and capturing them if possible to use in later stages. Between mobile games like Pokemon Go and Candy Crush, Shuffle differentiates itself in a match three genre by having op- opposing Pokemon disrupt gameplay as the player's Pokemon have various abilities and mega evolutions too. While the game did update content following the release of Pokemon Sun and Moon, it hasn't kept up with the series' 8th gen. So, they're basically... It almost seems like they're slowly letting it die. 
the next one would be Pokemon Rumble Rush. Uh, as part of the Pokemon Rumble spin-off line, Pokemon Rumble Rush was released in 2019, so actually not too long ago, and indicated a move away from the Nintendo's consoles. Previous titles, such as Pokemon Rumble Blast or Rumble World, had been similar to Pokemon Shuffle and made available on the 3DS. But Rumble Rush was the first exclusively available on mobile title. While earlier entries were real-time beat-em-ups, Rumble Rush appeared to scale back gameplay to fit its more mobile format with tap controls. However, Rumble Rush officially shut down in 2020. So unfortunately, it only had a one-year lifespan, and then unfortunately bit the dust. Uh, Pokemon Magic Carp Jump. The next title, it sees players raising Magic Carp to compete in battles, and they use that in air quotes there, uh, where whichever Magic Carp jumps the highest wins. The game requires little input beyond sending Magic Carp out for training, eating food, and ultimately competing in leagues. This is something critics cited as the silliness of the premise had charm, but its incremental style of play was uninteresting. However, Pokemon Magic Card Jump is still available for fans as of the end of August, suggesting that the game might have some kind of popularity. Next, we have Pokemon Quest, perhaps the most popular Pokemon mo mobile game that hasn't reached mainstream notoriety like Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Quest was a voxel-style game released on Switch and shortly thereafter to mobile in 2018. The game tasked players with maintaining and expanding a base camp, conducting expeditions, and looking after its Pokepixels. Within a week of its release, Pokemon Quest did well with over 7 million downloads, demonstrating, however, it did receive criticism from fans following the Pokemon Company shutting down Pixelmon, a popular Minecraft mod that shared its voxel design aesthetic. Pokemon Duel was in initially released for Japanese audiences in 2016. Pokemon Duel was released worldwide the following year. It's a strategy board game where players go against each other using six Pokemon figures with unique moves and abilities. The goal of the game is to move from the player's own bench to the opposite side of the board, utilizing these moves or additional plates that can be attached to provide boosts or extra maneuverability. Though the game did have a storyline, it was never completed as the game's service was terminated in 2019. So, I mean, there's another one where very short lifespan, 2016 roughly to 2019. Uh, Pokemon Camp, or Camp Pokemon, was developed more for the younger audiences. The game educated its users about the basics of Pokemon, including mini games where they were taught things like how to catch a Pokemon, how to evolve them, and the various typings. Initially released for iOS in 2014, the game was expanded to Android in 2016 and had a further update following the release of Gen 7. However, the game was ultimately discontinued in 2017, perhaps owing to its limited appeal, since most Pokemon games will offer tutorials or help new players regardless. Pokemon Playhouse was another Pokemon mobile game for younger audiences. Pokemon Playhouse is still available to download. It was aimed at preschool kids, actually. This is reflected in its art style and gameplay. Players are encouraged to befriend Pokemon via activities such as grooming, competing minigames, or puzzles, and reading along with fully voiced stories. While it is still available, 
The game hasn't received an update to its content since Gen 7. That's, ooh, that's, uh, that's a bit of a gap. Beyond bug fixes, though, uh, through 2020. And finally, uh, the most awkward-looking art that I've seen for a Pokemon game, and I'm going to make it the cover art for this episode, is called Pokemate. I mean, when you look at this cover art, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I don't know what's worse, the retro cell phone or the artwork. <laughs> uh, this particular Pokemon game is far less known to, to, due to its exclus exclusivity to Japan, as it never saw a worldwide release, despite being shown at E3 in 2006. The game serves as an online messaging service for Pokemon fans, but Pokemate is also a virtual pet simulation game. Oh, oh boy, where players can take care of their Pokemon. New Pokemon were made available to catch and collect with additional bonuses via a monthly subscription. Yeah, there we go. Pokemon needs their money. Though it was discontinued in 2008, it had to oscillate, or accolade, sorry, of being the first, first official Pokemon mobile game ever released. So, I mean, yeah, cool. It had the first ever title being released as mobile. But, uh, yikes. I mean, I'm kind of glad I, I skipped that phase. <laughs> uh, next up, though, you ever have someone steal something and then try and sell it back to you? Well, this is exactly what happened here. According to police records, a Washington man who the Herald reports, which is a newspaper, uh, stole a whole bunch of Pokemon and Magic the Gathering cards, then later tried to sell them back to the same store. Yeah. Not the brightest bulb on the tree, is he? Uh, the Washington State paper reports that a man is suspected of stealing a hefty $20,000 worth of Pokemon and Magic cards from a card store located in Whatcom County, uh, which is actually spinning distance from the Canadian border. Around midnight on August 9th, the suspect is reported to have smashed the glass door of the Cosmic Games store, then uh, grabbed a range of items, including the TCG packs. It might have been the perfect heist had the individual not returned to the scene of crime to attempt to offload the exact same stolen goods almost a month later on September 3rd. The suspect is alleged to have entered the store to try to sell back the cards he nicked only a few weeks before. Again, not the brightest bulb on the tree, are you, bud? Staff at the Cosmic recognized the man in part based on the merchandise itself. They're quoted saying, We recognize the singles that the thief had taken from the cases almost immediately. Noting that distinctive cards, noting that the distinctive cards, sorry, were a large stack of shiny rares that had all been stored in one of the smashed Pokemon displays. They proceeded to confront him, at which point he became belligerent and subscribed as saying, I'll rob you again for leaving. <laughs> okay. However, America's best thief, hmm. <laughs> managed to leave the pile of cards in the store while in his tantor tantrum. Good job there, buddy. You left all the merchandise there. What are you going to do? Come back and steal them back again? <laughs> Having identified that they were certainly the cards that had been stolen from them, the store's staff contacted the police, provided them with a photo of the suspect, and of course the police went and arrested the guy, finding not only more Pokemon cards, but also, here we go, Fentanyl and methamphetamine. Real winner there, folks. 
Unfortunately, according to the Cosmic Games Store, the merchandise has lost much of its value, saying to the recovered goods it looks like around $6,000 to $8,000 worth at first, but actually getting a chance to go through them, it was closer to $1,000 worth. So unfortunately, they lost about $19,000 worth of value in this merchandise. It had all been sustained damage from the theft and how they had been stored and handled in the weeks since and is now possible a few hundred dollars to the original value due to that. The thief was charged with second-degree burglary, first-degree theft, second-degree possession of stolen property, first-degree trafficking, and best of all, malicious mischief. And then, of course, was released from jail on Sunday, September the 4th. I, I mean... Really? <laughs> you, you charge a guy with all these things and then you release him from jail shortly after. Um, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to pretend to know much about the justice system uh, because I don't. <laughs> but when you have somebody who does that and specifically has you know, fentanyl and methamphetamine, and they're being charged with trafficking, meaning they had enough to distribute and sell and whatnot. To turn around and just release them right off the bat like that, as well as when they stole $20,000 worth of merchandise and then threatened to do it again, and then you just turn around and release the guy. I mean, it reminds me of our laws here in Canada. Uh, unfortunately, People who should be locked up for life turn around and get released the weekend after, the day after, you know, a month later with a promise to appear. And it's, it's, it's sickening, you know, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to get off topic because this is a Pokemon podcast, but I mean, look at what this store had to go through, right? They just lost $20,000 worth of merchandise, okay? This isn't just packs, okay? You, you can replace packs quickly enough at the same value, give or take. But when it comes to singles, those prices fluctuate constantly. I mean, for instance, I have an app on my phone that tells me what my collection in my Pokemon room is worth. And I can tell you genuinely that on a weekly basis, it fluctuates up and down constantly, almost daily by point this, point that. So, I mean, I don't know what these singles were, but the fact that they lost $19,000 worth of value um, you know, and, and of course now they have to go through their insurance company and do this and do that. It is such a pain in the butt. And this guy just walks free. Unfortunately, he just walks free. I mean, well, he's not free, quote unquote. He will probably go to jail, obviously. But I mean, we all know the justice system, whether it's in Canada, the U.S., overseas, where a lot of my listeners are. I'm sure it's all the same, one way or another. Unfortunately, sometimes justice isn't properly served, and that's really, really sad.
on that note, we're going to say goodbye for another week of Pokemon Cave. But stay tuned because next week I have a extremely special, special guest. I'm not going to let it slide on just who it is quite yet, but trust me, it is going to be amazing. We'll try and stay on the Pokemon topic since, again, this is a Pokemon podcast. However, he is more of a uh, 90s retro, remember the back in the day kind of person. He does still dabble in a ton of Pokemon stuff, but he's mostly just 90s based. So we will be talking quite a bit about that, but we will be talking about Pokemon as well, remembering what it was like growing up with the early days of Pokemon and so on and so forth. So until then, I will see you next week. And thank you again for yet another start of a beautiful season. Take care, folks. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 